Hello, welcome to the Mag Life. I'm here with a superstar. <laughs> you know, Where is YouTube. he? <laughs> it's you. Uh, you know, from 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 YouTube, the TV, and everything else. We got Top Shot Dustin with us today. Hey, Dustin, how are you? Hey, good man. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. So I, I'm just curious. We'll start this off with me asking. What was this like, or what did you do to to get into guns to begin with, and then jump on a TV show, and then have a very successful YouTube channel doing all manner of crazy things out there, and uh, also being a good voice for the Second Amendment and the community at the same time? I, uh, gosh, I loved guns just ever, always, you know, just growing up, you know, is watching something, is there's a... What, at a little Christian show growing up called the Gospel Bill Show, but man, I loved his little pearl revolvers and I Davy Gospel Crockett. Bill. You do? I haven't thought about Gospel Bill since I was like a little kid. Isn't that funny? That's where I grew up, man. <laughs> That's crazy. So I, I grew up going to church like every single service. If there was a service, if there if we had camp meeting or like uh-huh. revival or whatever, I didn't miss a single one. My grandfather was a pastor, so I was at the dinners afterwards and everything too, and. And I went to a private Christian school from the time I was in kindergarten till I graduated high school. And like Gospel Bill was on the approved list for things that Daniel could watch. As a kid. <laughs> Everything That's that right. my friends watched was was not on the approved list. And I love me some Gospel Bill, man. That, I haven't thought about that in God forever. That's crazy. how about that? Yeah, yeah. And I'm the same thing. Grandpa was a pastor. My mom was a children's pastor. I went to the Christian school, so yeah, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> we got all kind of jokes in here. All right, so you're watching Gospel Bill. He had these awesome pearl revolvers. Yeah, just I, I thought everybody just loved guns as much as I did. You know, I was getting oh, you know, and getting to college age and all that stuff. And I remember some people telling, "Oh, you'll grow out of it." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> grow out of liking guns. Oh, it just got more expensive and worse. <laughs> yeah. That's all I did. But then you, you ended up coming up with a uh, career path that made it less expensive for you because you were getting paid. That is it. true. That's true. You know, uh, gosh, uh, and that's I I guess because I loved it so much, that's what drew me to Top Shot. Um, I, I remember, yeah, I didn't even have cable TV or anything like that, and uh, I remember uh, just listening to Gun Podcast, and they're saying, hey, there's the casting call for this shooting competition, you can go and, you know, they reenact historical shots throughout history, and, you know, all sorts of cool guns, I'm like, oh, wait, we can go shoot for free? I was like, I don't like this plan, and um, so that, this was just me wanting to go to Disney World with guns, Uh, I had nothing to do about winning, you know, I didn't, I told my wife, oh man, if I could just get one free gun out of this gig, that'd be pretty cool, (laughs) and here we are, (laughs) ten ten years later, you know, it's like, turning away guns, like, "Uh, no, I'm good, don't need it. Yeah, man, that's 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 funny how that works. You know, I, my, I'm a little bit similar. You know, just maybe not not quite as public uh, in the launching point. But I started this podcast. And it was called Gunfighter Cast. I started in like 2007 or six, and cool. uh, you know, I, and I was went. I got I got sent to Okinawa for three years, and I kept trying to keep it going while I was over there. But I couldn't. I didn't have access to any guns or like anything for like a little bit over three years, except for you know Marine Corps stuff that I was going out training some guys or whatever, and. Uh, so I got my hands on some stuff and, and tried to do some things the best I could. And then I got where this retirement thing popped up, and I was like, man, okay, let's figure out how to do this gun thing, right? And mm-hmm. then I started the training thing, and, and then I was like, okay, I need to write for people. Who's going to let me write for them? Who would publish anything that I write? Probably nobody. And then I found that everybody wanted to. And it was like, hey, just everybody needs writers. People don't know that. And then I was like, okay, how can I start getting gear in to write about for free? And every time I emailed somebody, they would send me a piece of gear. And I was like, how do I make real money doing this? You know, then like being able to support the family and make it not a hobby. And uh, I'm still working on that part. But I was wondering, like, how do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's cool. It's, it's very similar in a lot of ways. That's that's awesome. But you got you got that lucky break, man. And that was cool. Um, is it, did you do you think that? Reason I'm, I'm I'm curious, you know, your your personality, you're super high energy, funny, um, goofy, and <laughs> is that kind of the way you've always been? Is that an internet persona? Is that who you are? Um, I am happiest at the range, and so you know, I I, I try to make sure you know the videos are 
energetic, because I caught that in the comments sometimes. Like, oh, he's full energy. Okay, we'll, we'll make sure we do that on, on, on the video. But then sometimes when the camera's rolling in the background and, I, and I'm still just doing stuff at the range, you know, like marksman camps or whatever, and, and I see and hear myself, you know, when, when I wasn't even aware, I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's just range dusting, having fun. You know, and it doesn't matter if I'm shooting or if I'm watching the kids shoot at camp and all that. It's like, I will jump and do a dance when they make a good shot. And I just, just range is my happy place. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I get excited out there teaching too. I mean, I don't like maybe don't I don't dance a whole lot. I'm not much of a dancer. <laughs> yeah, I was brought up to know that that promotes premarital sex. And you dance, you're, you're, yeah, it's bad. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So I I thought about you the other day because uh, you know we have all these products and there's like new products that come in and. Um, and they, they just pop in. Sometimes sometimes it's something that nobody cares about, you know. But there's like you know twenty people out there who who want this thing, you know. And I have no idea who developed it or whatever or why they did. But Promag uh, came out with a like twenty five round drum or something like that for a Smith and Wesson Bodyguard three eighty, like the worst gun you could ever consider, like shooting a large quantity of rounds through very quickly, just miserable. And uh, I thought, man, I wonder what size tree Dustin could cut down with uh, this drum. It would definitely help. The Western bodyguard. Have a drum. Yeah. It's just miserable to shoot. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't so, see that. Yeah. I got to look that up. You'll have one coming in the mail soon. No, don't worry. <laughs> whatever, whatever you, whatever you want to do with it. Because like you're the only person I think that'll be like, you know what? I'll do that. <laughs> That's, That's too funny. So after Top Shot, so was it like just trying to figure out how to keep this thing going and and hmm. or, or like finding your place? I, you know, it's kind of weird because I remember at Top Shot, you know, things are going okay for me in competition. I couldn't see the big picture, but when you watch the show, you know, uh, you know, I'm just looking at one competition at a time, knowing that the next thing could send me home, and it could be something stupid as rock throwing. Uh, so I didn't see, you know, as as even viewers got to see, oh wow, Dustin's really doing good and all the stuff, because I knew, hey, the next thing I'm, who knows? That's, that's the top shot way. There's there's always a curveball. But I remember one of the producers telling me, you know, uh, this is going to change your life, Dustin. I'm like, what? I was like, no. It's like I'm planning to have fun with guns here and then i go back to summer camp and do my thing there i just you know didn't i wasn't planning to make anything out of it um so uh, i don't know I, I had fun you know watching everybody with the followers and stuff this was back when facebook was more organic and less censored because i went through like about a month or so ago and facebook was giving me issues i went way back to uh i was making sure i didn't post anything that they could translate as against community guidelines and trash and i'm telling you eight eight plus years ago you'd get you know thousand two thousand likes with your thousand followers it was crazy back then uh but you know i was just having fun with everybody watching the show and doing events and and getting invites and just doing what i could do um i did do the uh, writing thing for a while texas fishing game magazine i'm still writing for them every other month and such um and then you know some people started asking me to do videos and i guess that's just where it kind of took off a little bit more i shot a tree that went viral and then the video i mean the channel exploded so it was just embracing what I could do and, and kind of, you know, being able to stay at home at camp and kind of make a living as well because we actually all volunteer at camp. We we're, there's no payroll here. And so I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I, I can make a little cash doing some gun stuff. Nothing wrong with that. You and had I a can range out there at the camp it. too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that made it easy. That's awesome, man. So you guys live out there? Yeah. Yeah, I live out here, and so, I mean, I've been here since I was, like, 13. My parents founded the place. Uh, my mom was a children's pastor and always struggling to find a good and affordable camp close to home. Uh, and we lived further in East Texas, and, uh, you know, we were we were hauling people all the way to Oklahoma at times, and it's like, hey, we'll build one since there isn't one. And, been, you know, about 18, college age and all that stuff, I started looking at what I want to do. And a lot of that stuff was gun-related. But then, 
the diversity you get to do at camp, you know, all sorts of different things all the time. It's like, man, this this is just this is a cool place to be and work and live. So, stuck it out and still here. Campers come through there for the most part. Uh, kids ages six through twelve, and they come with children's church. You know, the whole church will bring their whole group out here. So that's the majority. Uh, you know, everything's different now, but you know, in pre twenty nineteen and stuff, we'd we'd have individuals come in as well within that age group, and we'd have around uh, two thousand campers come through us uh, for the summer around 120 at a time downscaled a little lately but yeah still still good and still rolling and, and you give them a uh i'm sorry you give them a like a, a range experience some gun stuff some some teaching during the summer camp it's too hot <laughs> and that's still traditional church yeah camp. During the summer, um, it's the marksmanship camps that we try to put on in the spring and fall. That's where it's all about marksmanship, and that really came from Top Shot because I didn't go on Top Shot to win. I went to go play with guns. I accidentally won, and then we already had a waiting list for camp. I'm like, oh man, what are we going to do with all these kids that see me on TV and now want to come to the camp? And so we tried to curb that enthusiasm to our off-season, and it's a blast. It's really just top shot for kids. Uh, since we're so hands-on and do so much, we can only accept 12 participants at a time. We used to limit to just kids, but then the dads kept asking so much that they wanted to shoot as well, so <laughs> we opened it up to the parents. Yeah. And really, that's the better way, because if you don't participate, you're going to we're going to want to come back anyway to participate later. <laughs> so you'll regret not being able to shoot. And we just set the kids up with uh, all sorts of challenges where, you know, we're going down the zip line with a paintball gun at night. Uh, we've got CMMG Banshee, SBRs, everything suppressed too. So, uh, you know, it, it changed the whole dynamic, which was cool. You're yelling over ear pro beforehand. Yeah. And now it's like golf because we're shooting suppressed subsonic stuff. Safer. It, Oh yeah, yeah, and the kids the kids shoot better because they're not as intimidated, and uh, that's that pretty cool. So we t- we put them on teams, do top shot challenges, and uh, just have a blast with it. Man, that sounds awesome! I bet you do some some really great like father son, mother son, father daughter, mother daughter, whatever. I love that. Like, so, yeah, it, it's building out there. You know? mm-hmm. It was, it was uh, unintentional, but that's totally what it's gone to be. Is you know, dads just bring their kids all the time just because, uh, you know, it's just is the most bonding experience they ever have. So it's, it's awesome. That's so needed right now, man. Mm. Like like with mm. the the way kids are, the way they're they're being attacked all the time, and you know the way that news and everything else that we look at as adults that are just trying to get us in a negative headspace all the time. It's just, it's always like having that, like, okay, let's shut everything down. Me and my kid are going to do something and it's going to be awesome. You know, tiring, a challenge. We're going to get through it together. You know, that's, 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 that's freaking awesome, man. It is. Sounds cool. cool. Uh, now I'm like, when does Dustin need help down there? Because, uh, I would, that sounds like something pretty awesome to go down there and, and be a part of. Aren't you pretty close? Like are, are you Houston or? I'm in Dallas area, just north oh, of Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the same. Well, we need to do yeah, something. I, I've seen some of y'all's trainings, and I'm like, I need to go there. Have well, some you fun are welcome stuff. to anyone on the calendar that you want to. You come on out. You I know? need to look it up. Like, that'd be awesome. Where do I find that? I'm yeah, plugging you early house. just so I don't remember, forget. Uh, <laughs> training.gunmagwarehouse.com. Ah, all right. Cool. Uh well, that's neat. Yeah, uh, and what I'd love to do, and what we have the uh, demand for, is uh, uh, you know, adults want to do it, and it's like, well, I want to do it for adults, e- even if it's just like, I mean, we we can modify the marksman camp thing just to do, you know, with bigger and more fun guns. You know, let's bring out a fifty cal. Let's see if we can get a tank. Let's buy a cannon. Let's get some full autos. Uh, we'll need a bigger property for that, but that's that's still on a long plan list, and I'd love to be able to put that together. Well, you know what we could do, and the listeners are probably like, okay, let's get back to talking about cool stuff. But the uh, I've got a lot of machine guns, and. We could. I've got a class, a battlefield pickup class. that's just like oh, upload, that's cool. Unload, problem solve. You know, run a little bit, just basic manipulation. And then they, you know, you run all these different machine guns: M60, Uzi, MP5, yep. you know, AK, uh, MP7. We got all kind of cool stuff. 
Now that's that's a neat uh, theme. I like up. that. That's a genius theme. I'm game. I'm game, man. Uh, you, you you bring your crazy top shot shooting courses and, and stuff, and uh, you know I, I'll teach like some basic manipulation and shooting for some guns. You could teach some of the guns, and then we'll run them through like some like awesome competition. That'll be great. Let's shoot down a tree. thing ever. Awesome. <laughs> shoot down a tree. <laughs> the M60. That's a viral video right there. Shooting down a tree with the M60 for sure. That reminds me, I got to call someone who wanted to put that together after NRA. So, <laughs> putting that note down. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, you, if, if they haven't got back to you, they're running slow. Then I, I want to be the guy that puts that together with you. All right, let's do it. Anyways, so, so, so what's so this is you? You don't even have a job. So you you work as a volunteer at this summer camp that's ran by your family, and it's kind of been handed down from that last generation to this generation. Really, both. Um, and now you've felt that you you should take over and be a part of this and do it. Your only source of income for that you yourself make is is from what you do in the gun world and YouTube. And, oh, that, and very demonetized I, and fought against and yeah yeah well yeah, th- th- that's right. the, that, that's a, such a challenge. Yeah, I mean, but the camp provides for needs. You know, yeah, camp clothes, camp house, camp vehicle so while i don't have much of my name you know it's provided for so but uh yeah the only uh <laughs> the only cash comes what what what's left over after the videos and such so that, that was why See, I, I didn't know all that about you and I, I like you even more now i didn't know it all about you like living small just doing doing what you're supposed to be doing and like that that's awesome super respectable right there. Well, thanks oh. um but yeah, that's why. Like when Facebook what, screwed me over this June, that that hurt a lot because uh, they tr- they they actually deleted my page. Just you know the normal. Oh, you're you're against our community guidelines. I'm like what post? They showed me a link I shared for a for a flashlight sale. <laughs> you know, but there's a pistol in it, and so. They just deleted my page. Uh, reached out and knew a guy who used to work. Yeah, Chuck, if you may have heard, uh, and uh, and he he got it back, but you know they uh, they censored me since then. You go way in the settings, and they they say, hey, we're limiting your reach because you know you posted stuff we don't like. Uh, so it's just it's just absurd having to get up all that tech tyranny and my page censorship. We gotta do. That. Yeah, yeah, you know, because if you have they taken a few uh, posts down, it'll start to pile up. Uh, I've had some posts. I've had a couple posts taken down, but yeah. I, I I used to get so much traction on that page. It's got like 130, 140,000 followers, like my public yeah. page, and it's just now I might. But it's funny. I got, I'll make a post that that you know our kind of people really resonates with them, and mm-hmm. and it, nobody will see it. And, yeah. And then I, I made a post about Afghanistan and you know the people falling from the C seventeen mm-hmm. trying to, to hold on and fly out of there. And uh, for some reason, that thing just exploded, like Wild. thousands and thousands of, of, of interactions. And, and I was just, I, I thought about this for a while with the Facebook thing. It's like, what is going on that this picture that we're seeing right here that I just posted, it's going to be an iconic image for, for the rest of forever, right? Like looking back to this, this is going to be one of those, those images that are burned into the history books that we see when we think back to this Afghanistan time frame. This is one of the pictures that comes up. And, you know, anytime America gets a black eye, this is definitely one of those. And I, I did not expect anybody to see that thing because it, I just put perspective was my comment. And then it, it, it was talking about, you know, people trying so hard to get to the U.S. Mm-hmm. to get away from actual discrimination, evil, oppression, and everything else. And, um, I was just surprised that that caught on and that, that they put that in front of people that Facebook did because they haven't put anything like that in front of them. So then I was like, are they trying to change? Are they changing their view a little bit? Not a chance. Right? <laughs> maybe they're uh, one slip by does make America look. Yeah, because this does make America look bad. Let's press the button and make this picture be seen by everybody in their timeline, whoever posts it. You know, so I, it, it was, I just thought it was very strange that 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 image and that post did so well, but nothing else ever does crazy and I, I think it's by design i just don't understand the design that makes sense yeah it's yeah i mean i've got you know you, you have to go deep in the settings but you'll see all those you know violations that they won't really show you what it is <laughs> and and it, 
Yeah, I mean, but they uh, surprised me was they admitted it's like we are limiting your reach on your page. It was like I was getting close to a million uh, uh, followers, and then you know I have people that say they can't even find me when you try you know Top Shot Dustin on Facebook and just see if it comes up or not. I couldn't find one of my own videos. My own videos wouldn't show up when I was searching for them. So I don't know. They hate us. It's rough. How do you? They do, but how do, what do you think that means in the big picture in the long run with social media and everything else? I'm just curious because you're a guy who relies heavily on it, and you're also being a victim of it as well. You know, some people say, you know, well, you can go put your stuff here. It's like, well, sure, but nobody sees it. And so it's like they want to say, hey, you go sit in the corner here, and, and it's all good. But, uh, you know, we we, we got to bring people over to our side and, and uh, show them how guns can be safe and a lot of fun, too. But, you know, they they the big tech don't want us to show other people that. And it's a... Uh, I don't know. So we can't just give up on these platforms, but I tell you, you know, 10 years of work to get, you know, Facebook built up like that, you can't just start over again. And, uh, yeah. I, I, it, I don't know. I don't know, though. I mean, I, I say our time's limited and they're going to kick us all off completely sooner or later if they have their way. They're trying. Yeah, I think people are starting to, to see that a little bit, though, more and more. And, the, you know, the data says that. We uh, we have a lot of people coming over to the the Second Amendment and the responsible yeah. ownership of firearms right now, it, despite all of our censorship and everything else. And mm-hmm. really, the censorship is gonna. If you really cared about people, you would want them to get educated from guys like you on safety and weapons handling. You know, and guys like me, yeah. and not censor us. You know, you'd want them to be out there because there's so many farmers out there. Let's get this good information out there so they they are seeing a positive example of weapons handling, shooting, whatever else, and maybe learning a few things to be a little bit more more well regulated. You know, and uh, these guys just censoring everything along the way. They're they're actually being part of the problem that they're pretending to be trying to combat. You know, see that all over the place. See, well, that, that's 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 what guys like me and you are. Like we want people educated, you know. Let's teach them, but then mm-hmm. you have the other side that just wants to control. So they're just like, right. oh, let's just let's just control them, take away their weapons, and then we don't have to worry about it. Instead of you know teaching them and letting them make the right choice, it just it seems we're up against. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I've seen a lot of lines drawn in the sand, too, especially after this Afghanistan thing and the weapons and, and everything else. And we're talking some serious, serious weaponry, uh, vehicles and everything else. That, And I, I'm thinking myself, too. I'm like, look, there is absolutely no law that could be passed that says, hey, i got to turn this in or do this or I can't have a bump stock or I can't have a whatever. Like, I, I mean, I'll say it right now. Like, I, I am not complying with anything this administration said to do in the firearms world in, in as, as far as guns like absolutely not now, i'm speaking for myself our company is that remains in compliance with you know ffl policies and everything else but uh I, I just i just can't see it like the everything that's going on right now like this everything is just a, a complete oxymoron it's um it, it, it's like i'm i'm watching crazy world that doesn't make any sense it, it's crazy i mean in in it just seems to be coming wave after wave of, you know, the Russian ammo. That was a huge, yeah, it felt that huge just in my gut this week. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. I, I had an AK in the mail when this thing came out. Oh, man. Dynamics. Yeah. And it came in the mail yesterday. And I've, I've probably got about 800 rounds of 762 by 39 So, like, I need some ammo. And then this happened, and you know prices are like through the roof already, like instantly. Went I know, and hard to find. And the whole point of that whole thing was, I they they they're scared. They're losing a lot of things when they're going after the Second Amendment. So we're seeing a couple of things happening right now. I don't know if you know all this, but there's a lot of lawsuits going on. You know, after shootings, there's like three big ones happening right now, hmm. where people were, were used use firearms, like like similar to the uh, we saw the Sandy Hook lawsuits against. Uh, Remington, the uh, so there's or Freedom Group. So we're seeing similar lawsuits like that. 
because that's what the and they're being told by uh, you know Giffords and everybody else, the anti-gun lobby out there, that hey, you need to sue, you need to do this, you need to do that. Um, but then whenever they get stuck with court costs, like in the Lucky Gunner case, uh, those coalition against gun violence and everything else are nowhere to be seen when they lose and they have to pay court costs. They don't help them out with that. So it's like there's a lot of stuff happening that they're going after, you know, through the courts in that way. And then at the same time, like he, he's having trouble getting anything passed as far as Second Amendment wise. And we know executive orders probably going to get shot down by a judge immediately. And then maybe get to the Supreme Court and have a ruling that's not in their favor. So they're scared of those things. Right. And I mean, then we've got uh, he's got to do something. Hey, what's the best thing we can do? Let's let's do something that makes us look like we're tough on Russia and hurts them economically, and we're tough on guns. And so we, we ban ammunition from uh, from Russia. And now Tula and some other people are moving over. They already have a factory in another sit, another country right near there. Uh, oh, so that's good. This is going to recover. It's just going to come from another state. Yeah, there's going to it's going to recover. It's not going to be at the same level, and we're going to have a little lull in there. But we're going to see this stuff come back unless they do something to block that as well. So it's um. There's already – I hear some moves are already being made to move some stuff to Bulgaria as well. So I think we'll be okay in the long run unless crazy. something else has passed. Yeah, but what's it's coming crazy. next week, you know? Something. Something's <laughs> coming next week. It's, it is. It's rough. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't have the answer. I'm just trying to remain positive. So I, I find – I try to stay informed. So I, I find all these people who, who I see that normally – are maybe we're early on in that woke crowd and then some of the other stuff and I'm starting to see just people come over and say things that I can tell they're they're coming over to understanding what it means to be free a little bit and how valuable that is. And sometimes they don't even realize they're saying that. And they're like, hmm. you know, that's a very strong conservative value right there. It's a very strong libertarian value. That's not a that's not a, a a leftist or a liberal value right there. So you know you you're you're titling yourself as you know progressive and this and that and everything else, but you're you're moving away from your your talking points that you're supposed to stay on right now. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking and welcome. Nice. It's <laughs> you know, awesome. And, uh, so what uh what's coming up next? What do you got big planned? Ah. <sighs> Not well. I got a couple just little events, you know, that I'm attending uh, this fall. Uh, so you know, having a little bit more free time that w- that was cool to be able to do that. Um, shoot, nothing too much. You know, got got a couple video ideas. Probably shoot a few trees, make people mad. Uh, you know, but help out uh, the uh, the land where we're at. We'll get those in- invasive communist Chinese tallow trees shot down. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, but, but yeah. Firewood? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That junk's not even good for that. <laughs> no? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully take some training classes. That's what's kind of on the agenda, too. Just... I attended something in, the, in May, and I was like, yeah, let's... I, you know, I found out uh, sometimes what you were doing when you learned it 10 years ago was you know the top of notch but now we we learn more and that progresses you don't want to be one of those guys who's still doing cup and saucer after you know 40 years because that's how it did it back then so yeah you some of that so, time i mean this that. guy wins top shot and teaches guns and does all this other stuff but then still goes to training classes yeah well sure you telling me yeah, absolutely. I, I just think it's funny when, when people are always like, uh, I'm like, hey, you talk to them about a class, whether it's with me or somebody else. Oh, oh no, you you don't. You know, like my cousin's brother's uncle, he was in the Army. Oh, gosh. I we went to the range with him one year, like like four years ago. We, we spent like six hours on the range with him. He showed me everything. And uh, so I'm, I'm good. But I got a friend who needs some work, right? Like, And uh, I, I still run into that stuff a lot. And I... And I, I tell them every time, like, man, I've been making a living with a gun in my hand for almost 23 years now, and I don't think I'm ready for my next fight. You know, like as ready as I could be, I could be more ready. Yeah, I could always get better. Handling faster, I could be safer. I could be mm-hmm. better at those things and be able to think more. You know, I could I could be better at problem solving. There's just so many things in observation, concealment. You know, it's just there's so many things that I I need to be better at, and. uh and I think I'm good enough to see at the things that I am, don't think I'm good enough at. But that's where I'm at. 
you know, I'm not so good that, I'll, oh, I've got this all down, right? Like, I, I teach. I've been teaching for, since, like, 1998, technically. Mm-hmm. But I, I still have so much to learn, and I still find it. So I, just, I just can't imagine people with that attitude to, to not want to go train. And it's so much fun as well. Yeah. I'd rather take a class and teach a class any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so much more fun. Not in charge of nothing, no responsibility. It's great. That's right. <laughs> Did you take a lot of classes before Top Shot? Or One. were you just kind of a self <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was probably a year before Top Shot. And uh, so I got a little more. I mean, well, 10 years ago, that's when Top Shot was. Uh, it's crazy. Got a little more solid, you know, stance and everything. Uh, it was over with Paul Howe at uh, Combat Shooting and Tactics. That's okay. only an hour from my place. And was, I was like, wait, there's a serious, you know, training facility close by? And so, you know, I dumped some money in that and went there. And, and I was sure I'm glad I did. Uh, you know, because before then, it was just whatever I'd read or see or just, you know, whatever comes natural. And then... You know, there's a lot you can always improve. And then, you know, it took, took uh, man, I, I forget whose names, but there's a couple, several guys at a HK event in uh, in May, like Chuck Haggard and, and a couple others, Daniel Shaw. Wait, no, that's you. See, I'm terrible with names. No. <laughs> no, that <wasn't> me. <laughs> no. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, and just like, oh, okay, so what I've been doing great and winning with for 10 years, we can still improve and fix. And, you know, they, 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 there's so much more into body mechanics now and, you yeah. know, why we do this and what we need to do. And, and, and it's just pretty cool. I mean, we can always learn and the whole industry is always finding yeah, out I, better I, ways I tell- to do things. For sure, I, I tell guys like you um, that are really good shooters, you know, and and so even when there's a, there's people that come to my classes that are that are better shooters than me, and uh, I don't mind that because they can all get some coaching, right? That doesn't matter what their skill level, whether you're right. the brand new shooter or or very very good at this, but it's always I always I'm always able to find like a little something to tweak here, and then this other thing tweak this there, mm-hmm. and and make a difference because guys like you. You know, if you were the, the students that you teach the kids and the parents that come out there that have no idea what they're doing, you give them 20 minutes of instruction and give them some, you know, have a good, well thought out plan and, and drill. They're instantly shooting better and there's an oh, instant sure. improvement. You know, it's mm-hmm. huge. For you, you seeing an improvement, any improvement that you're going to make is going to be very, very minute. It's going to be small. You know, it's like a, that sports car where we got a sports car and I, I drop a new engine in it, spend a thousand bucks, and next thing you know, I've got an extra like 60 horsepower. Well, to get another 60 horsepower, mm-hmm. you're going to have to, after that, you need to buy that one thing that costs $400. It's going to give you two horsepower. You know, the other thing that's going to do this, like, you're, you're making these small little incremental improvements that are barely noticeable to anybody else but you. But, but you're seeing them and you're seeing a little bit, you're feeling a little bit different. So maybe you're seeing it on the shot timer that you're getting a little bit better or faster. And so I, I find that all the time. I, I had a guy, Joe Wired, in a class a couple of years ago, a shoot house class. There were some people that were pretty rough with a handgun. So he's like, let's go out here and work on some gun stuff for a minute. And uh, he, he was telling me that, you know, you're, you've got your gun a little bit to the right. It's not in the center. It's not where it needs to be with your arms, you know, symmetrical and everything. And I was like, you know what, I do. I, and I saw my recoil. I am recoiling that way. And he, it, it made a huge difference in my split time, shot to shot, just by moving like, like man, not even a full centimeter. I never saw that on myself, even though I diagnose yeah. myself all the time. But mm-hmm. going to somebody who knows what they're doing, just giving me a look, just watching me fire like five shots, made a huge difference for me. And that's that's the value of going out there and training. It really is. It's awesome. It's crazy. Uh, so, do you teach? Uh, you, I know you do like the for, for people coming to camp, fathers and sons, and your your marksmanship camps. Do you do like uh, hey, there's a Saturday, Sunday, two day class? Come on out. Like I, want guys to. Are doing, myself I want to do something like that, but uh, the only thing I've done in the past is kind of just like private one-on-one for about two hours, and uh, <laughs> get a lot of guys that were even, you know, uh, shoot competition shooters locally, and they're like, take my wife and fix her. <laughs> you won't listen to me. <laughs> you know, you get ones like that. And, uh, you know, just guys that want to be able to tass- pass their, you know, license to carry course and stuff and not worry about it and, you know, just start them good basics and fundamentals and, you know, get them hit and steal at 50 yards and do a lot for your confidence and, and that with a handgun. Oh, yeah. So, it's fun stuff. Absolutely. Cool. So if, if people are in Texas and uh, wanted to be a part of all that, go down there, or they wanted to fly in for it, you know, where can they find all the information on, on that summer camp? I mean, this sounds awesome. Like, I want to go down there with my, my wife and son. 
It sounds great. It is fun. Um, well, if you're the summer kids camp, go to camphisway.com. But that's, you know, that's the traditional church camp. You know, we're on the lake and all that fun stuff. Uh, but if you're looking for the marksmanship parts, uh, just marksmancamp.com or topshotdustin.com. You, you can find everything on either of those places. All right. I'm sure that, that people want to know this, and uh, some of your, your biggest fans probably do. But I, I get asked these questions all the time, even though it's not something that I care about personally. But uh, I know people out there do, and I'm not knocking it because a lot of people out there are looking for the answer to some questions. And okay. one of those is, what, what are you carrying every day? Oh. Or the handgun? Gotcha. Well, it's uh, this summer. Uh, I went with the Springfield Hellcat just because it had a good LAS holster that it, it just fit real well. And I like the boosted capacity of those small nines now. Um, and yep. uh, But, no, I hated the trigger. The trigger is just horrible. Uh, put an Apex trigger in it. Huh? I said it's not great. No, thing. no, no, yeah. I mean, but the thing, when I did my review on it, I was like, I was shooting a four-inch group at 50 yards freestand. I'm like... Okay, the gun can shoot now. I probably can't do it too fast because there's no wall. Anyway, you know, I love red dot, so came with the with the shield dot on it, which isn't my favorite, but it was just ready to rock and it was comfortable enough to carry appendix. Um, but then today's a different story just because different things going on and, and just wanted something slim. I was jogging earlier and all that. And so the uh, Walther PPS, M, this is the M2 model, um, you know, another one with those shields that die after about four months of use. I don't <laughs> care for the for the battery life yeah. on them. And, but the, I tell you, those single stack like nines are out. Huh? Yeah, so I've always liked the PPS. I do. The, Walther's yeah, always had a good trigger. Yeah, they do. They absolutely do. And you know that Hellcat. I have been known very well to be one who has not been a. Let's see. Let's say I've been very well known to be critical of the XD line of handguns. <laughs> sure. But I, I, I got a Hellcat. Wrote a review for it, and uh, I think it went up on the Truth About Guns or something. And I, I did not hate that gun. I liked it. You know, they, 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 like you, that trigger certainly needs some work. Uh, I found a couple other things I didn't like about it. They tried to make this so smooth but have a little bit of texture in the grip and the slide. Um, I, my hands were getting sweaty. It was hot, and I was struggling to rack that slide. I've got some strong hands, like a good good grip strength. But then I went and put my hands in the sink, and I, I, I had to basically get my knuckle caught on the rear sight to rack wow. it because the, there wasn't enough serration on it when my hands were wet or bloody or muddy. Mm-hmm. Or overly sweaty, um, so that that concerned me that little bit. It just makes it a little bit less of what I would consider a fighting gun, but like not a bad little gun for what it is. And you got a little gun in the competitor as a competitor out there for the Sig P365, which is also since they've straightened a few things out there, pretty tough to beat in that category as well. Yeah, I need to but try this cool 365 again. I uh, did you I, try one before and had a little yeah. issues? Yeah, I had one. I mean, it, it shot fine and everything. The trigger is kind of gritty. Maybe it just needed more break in. Um, but it didn't. It just didn't carry well. But that could have been more the holsters part. Uh, but now that they have the XL with a you know with a red dot option, it's like mm, definitely should check that out. Or the Glock forty three X with the Shield Arms magazine. I've heard good like, things that's about that tough too. To beat as well. Yeah, just Glock I hasn't mean, been too uh, friendly. <laughs> you know, to work with as a company, I, I, so I just haven't messed with it. Glock works with a lot of people, is what I find, and they are sticklers. Like, like there's a lot of companies will send you a gun, never ask for it back. Right? Like, they don't, they don't care. They're like, hey, you did your work, you did your thing, and we understand that you put a lot of time, and you also spent money and bought ammo, and went out to the range, and then you put out your thing and helped us sell a lot of guns, and they, they don't want that five hundred dollar gun back or what they probably got like three fifty in it or something. <laughs> True. Glock always wants it back and sometimes their media pricing is more than what i can get from a distributor yep. buying a wholesale and they want you to pay to. Both shipping like, both ways <laughs> yeah <I'm> like Glock <laughs> like, is just not messing around it's not like the other companies i'm glad it's not but, just uh, me that makes me feel better though <laughs> no it's not just you I, I i'm sure there's probably three or four like rock star rock stars out there that, that don't have that issue but the rest of us gen pop we totally do so that's totally normal <laughs> Now, I I even know the girl, one of the the girl who runs everything, and uh, one of my closest friends was her boss in the Marine Corps, and uh, and he he still has the same problem. 
Um, and he, she used to work for him when they were MPs together. Like it's, it's a crazy world. I don't know. Europeans. That's that's what the people say in all these companies. FN, CZ, Glock. It's always they. They're like, oh man, the Euro Europeans are very tough to deal with. They're very strict on these things. That's what we have to do. That's our. Sounds excuse. right. And uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, what's your favorite rifle? What do you? What AR are you running? Man, well, when you said favorite rifle, what flashed in my head was still the OBR uh, from Larue that we used in Top Shot. That just still has a special place in my heart. And uh, but they, you know they can't you be heavy. It. I'm sorry. You oh. kept that gun. Uh, they gave me one. Yeah, from the show. Yes. Okay. Now you know that was nothing to do from the show. I beg Larue. I'm like, hey, that was awesome. And they didn't even know who I was at first. And then you know, the season went on. And they're like, oh, that's the guy that was <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no. So uh, uh, and I've even been out to uh, Leander to um, Mark had me out there to try to burn up one of his suppressors. We put a thousand rounds back to back uh, through through uh, the Larue Surge. And and, uh, and we were keyholing at the end of the thousand rounds, you know, just because the mm. barrel was <laughs> opened up a bit. We let it cool, and twenty minutes later, I shot a point eight inch group at a hundred yards with it. We just sent a you know red hot suppressor and uh, rounds down range, and so that that was pretty impressive. That is impressive. It's very impressive. It changed point of impact a little bit, you know, it had, it, but. By golly, the group size was great. So uh, uh, I've, I've always liked those. It'll probably never change the point of impact again. It's like all burn in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now it knows it knows where it wants to go, and it's a thousand rounds of heat through it. That was fun. Yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. Well, congrats. Glad you got your SOT and everything. That's going to open up a lot of stuff for you. And, uh, man, I, we, I also will say you know, publicly, we, we send you. You always ask me for things, and I send it out there to you. And, uh, I really appreciate that. You know, the, the you remembering us and and coming out and asking Gun Mag for for some magazines to help you do what you do and you know take a little bit of the the cost and and the time away from the, you know that takes you on the range. If you can go out there with ten magazines filled, it's a lot faster. If you don't have to fill them while That's you're out right. there in the hot sun, so I appreciate uh, you love being me up. part and yeah, you know, you know anytime. You know, I, I like what you're doing. I like the positivity, the message, and everything else. So keep that up, man, and uh, we'll do whatever we can. Um, what uh, if you could give somebody out there a piece of advice? Because we got a lot of them out there on YouTube, and and you don't do this, and which is why one of the reasons I like you, and, and I like a lot of people. There's a lot of people good good YouTubers out there, and there's some not good ones, <laughs> but there's a lot of people who want to be YouTubers right now, Ooh. that want to be making videos and being popular and doing things, and we're seeing some of them do some dangerous things, some things that that sometimes get themselves hurt sometimes get others hurt, sometimes have a high potential to get themselves or somebody else hurt, but they get really lucky and not because they're mitigating risk and their plan helped them be lucky. They just got lucky. Um, so for, for safety-wise or, I guess, control, uh, not to increase this, this race to who's doing the most dangerous, because we see the same thing in the training world. It's like, hmm. oh, man, they're trying to put a video up of, like, the craziest class ever. People downrange, doing all kinds yeah. of stuff. Like, oh, man, that's intense. That, that's advanced. I want to go take that advanced <laughs> class. But really, it's dangerous, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I was just wondering, what, what kind of advice would you give somebody um, on the content side of that, but also on the, um, the mental side? Because I, I know you get this, too, and, and I got it a lot. And I, I don't do as much videos as I used to, but um, – now we still do a lot of little short ones and and some stuff for YouTube, but the um, the comment section, you know, you'll have that person who who they use some phrases and some terms and and some old stuff that's like a great history lesson from 20 years ago, and they're telling you how wrong they are with a very or how wrong you are with a very high level of confidence while they're also highly incorrect at the same time, and they'll begin to hijack a post and you got like three other idiots that come in there and, and think they know something too, but they're way off. And then, you know, there's the, also the other side there's, that know what they're doing a little bit more, a little bit further along in their journey. But there's a lot of people who don't feel like they want to go any further in their journey because they got it all figured out. Those people wear me out because I'm making videos for them. And then they, they're, they don't care to learn that we're not doing sports anymore on a double feed clearance like we're, we're going straight to clearing the double feed like we, we stopped it we've been killing people on two continents for three continents for like 
20 years straight, we have learned all kind of cool stuff, and we have streamlined so many things we're putting together. So it's just, and I'm not talking about this for me me personally or just like I love when people disagree with me because I, I usually think I'm wrong about most of the things that I say. Um, but it wears you out mentally hmm. when you've also got somebody bashing you or this and that, or then you you work really hard on presenting some information and putting yourself out there, and somebody's like, dude, what jeans are you wearing? You know, what glasses are those? Because <laughs> they want to get the same ones. Like, this this stuff drives me absolutely insane. Like, I, I don't get it. So I'm just curious, like, all the things that you've encountered, like pet peeves that, like, annoy you or that you've had trouble getting over, but you've had to figure out how to get, get past it, uh, that you've given advice to some new, uh, you know, content creator like that. Man, well, I tell you, I got the most, the mo- most popular, the more popular a video is, you know, the more Yahoo's you're going to get. And especially, it'll be ones where, like that stupid tree video, okay? And that did, never thought it'd get 53 million views, and then YouTube killed it by demonetizing it, buried it. It's crazy. It, it, yeah, you could, I could show you the graph. You know, it's getting like, you know, 20,000 views a day, <clears throat> done, just, just instantly. And uh, but uh, we'd get the dumbest comments, and so a lot of (laughs) some of it I just started making fun of. Now the funny thing is, you know, the 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 haters their profanity is usually abounds in the comments, and so I try to run a family friendly channel. So YouTube has profanity filter that it'll go into the spam or whatever for review folder is what it is now. And so I keep that on. And so, but I go there occasionally and yeah, some, some do are, um, you know, quite, uh, attack you personally and others are just, you know, they're tree worshipers and they don't understand that they're wiping their butt with a tree. But, uh, you know, I'm in East Texas. This is the forestry center of Texas. And that is one of the main industries. We actually legitimately countywide have a forestry festival every year. So, no, I did not think twice when I shot a tree. That tree's still alive. Anyway, <laughs> the comments abounded. My followers loved it, though. I would take screenshots and then I'd black out the words I shouldn't, you know, that shouldn't be read by little kids and stuff anyway. And then we just posted. Everybody loved reading through them and just laughing at these fools. And so that was like therapy, you know. I was like, hey, this is what we can yeah. do with the stupid people that want me dead because I put a hole in a tree. And um, But, you know, with some of those just haters, it's like, I mean, some people don't agree with what I do, but I just uh, hide, comment, ban user. God, you know, it's like if I even wanted to reply now, it's like, oh, I don't even know who his name was. It's gone because I don't need that type of negativity in my life. And so, you know, that's one reason I have not, uh, you know, in your shoes, though, instructing and everything because everybody thinks they know something better. And uh, that's why I haven't done public instruction videos and stuff for those, you know, everybody thinks they're going to prove you wrong and different. And Hey, but like we already talked about, we're we're open to learning and doing it better. But some people just are hard to hard to. Yeah. Let me tell you though, gun reviews, especially if you do like a versus gun review, oh, or do gosh. something crazy like a crazy guy on the internet that does something like uh, machine gun propelled John boats, you know, or or something like that. Okay, guilty you there, that, right? <laughs> that. that was awesome. Right? That like, was what I'm saying is that what I'm, no, it was great. I thought I thought I, was, I thought it was awesome. What I was saying was like those videos, those versus videos, and like the crazy videos, like the machine gun propelled boats. Those are going to do a thousand times better than your teaching videos or any uh, videos because everybody's like, well, they hey, want to be it's entertained. Just, it's just like, yeah, you know. But if you can entertain and teach at the same time, even better. But like, yeah, I mean, what's not what's not entertaining about a machine gun? propelled watercraft just, yeah the question like, begged to be answered and yeah yeah well th- that was one of those things though you know we talked about safety uh, uh you know it, i had that i had everything strapped down and you know and, and safe that the worst thing that has happened we get wet but uh i had i had consulted several of my friends before i did the 50 cal on the boat because i'm like what do y'all think if i remove the muzzle brake and uh and everybody's like you know and so it's like 
everybody's like, don't do it. I've, I've heard people that hurt themselves and others. And, and uh, so I was like, okay, we're just going to keep this. We kept the small muzzle brake on for a suppressor. So it wasn't as effective. But I know it would have got better results. And maybe even video would have gotten, you know, viral if something went wrong. But I'm like, no, it could probably break something. So <laughs> we're, we're going to keep, even though we had it mounted to the That's boat. A- <laughs> That's a big boom that's happening. Right there. There's a lot of energy right there. That's scary. You probably made the right choice, but still cool. That Joker suppressed is brutal, too. It's probably pretty much, without a muzzle brake, it's just a slower push instead of the more violent. Maybe we should do that with the M60. Yeah. See how it does. I don't know. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Dustin, you you mentioned your website earlier. Um, Just tell everybody where to follow you, where where to find you at out there. On the internet. Well, if I'm still around on platforms. Because you're censored. Yeah, that's right. Just do it as an experiment. Go to Facebook, type in Top Shot Dustin. See what shows up, if anything. But the best way, you know, learning this the hard way after they tried to kill me, all my social media off, get on email lists. You know, go to TopShotDustin.com. Put your email in. I don't spam you. I just like to at least throw out, hey, new video. Y'all check it out. That type of thing. Uh, Yeah. Top Shot Dustin on the platforms. I'm trying to do some more stuff on MeWe, but you know, there's not too many people there. Uh, same thing on Instagram. Uh, it'll be Top Shot Dustin as well. YouTube. There you go. Well, guys, go out there, follow Dustin. Just a, a positive member of the firearms community in all of his videos. Always has a good attitude. Always having a good time, and uh, just being a good ambassador out there. You know, not not ever. I have to be reminded sometimes that. Because I, I deal so much in defense and, and fighting and the violence side of it and everything else that, that these things are also just a heck of a good time too. Like we can, it's just it's okay to have fun. We can go have fun that. with guns. Yep. Not everything has to be training. Not everything has to be like fight like. Like you can, it's okay. You're allowed to just go have a good time. Well, Dustin, thanks for coming in and hanging out, man. It was great to talk to you, and I can't wait to get down there and hang out with you in Houston and uh, see your your camp down yeah. there. Let's do it, man. I'm coming to train, and I'm going to look it up soon, see what dates I can come. (laughs) Oh, you're in. Easy. Uh, Guys out there, thanks for listening. Hope you got enjoyed uh, getting to know Dustin a little bit, hearing a little bit more about him that you don't always get in your videos that you watch of Dustin. If you're not watching him, go watch Dustin. He's a good time over there. Uh, And until next time, the Mag Life out.